Hi, this is Dan Sullivan. I'd like to welcome you to the Multiplier Mindset Podcast. Today, I have a really transformative story for me, as well as for the guests that we have on our interview, Ben Hardy. And those of you who have read over the last two years, the Who Not How book, the author on the cover, there's Dan Sullivan and there's Dr. Ben Hardy. Our latest, which has just come out and it's a really roaring success, is a gap in the game. In Strategic Coach, we've been exploring and developing entirely new entrepreneurial territory in the form of the Free Zone Frontier program. So in Coach, you have the signature program where you get the basics, and then you have the 10 times where you take the basics and you multiply them, and then there reaches a point where you can cross over where you as an entrepreneur can actually create entirely new enterprises in the marketplace, not by creating new capabilities in your own organization, but by taking the best capabilities in your organization and matching them up and combining them with someone else's great capability. And you create a third thing that neither of you could have actually created. You know, I've got a number of these collaborations going, but the one that has really gone so amazingly well is the one that I have with Ben Hardy. And a little background on this, about three years ago in the Genius Network program with Joe Polish, that's where I go as a participant in someone else's coaching program. Ben Hardy had also joined this program. He was a graduate student at Clemson University in South Carolina. He had come across strategic coach ideas and he had phoned in how he could join the strategic coach program and he was told well you have to be an entrepreneur to be in the program and you have to be making a certain amount of money to do it neither of which was true he wasn't an entrepreneur and he wasn't making that amount of money and he said i'm going to figure out a way to you know to be an entrepreneur and well i'm a graduate student because he was working on his doctorate in psychology so in a very short period of time, two years, I think, total, he had taught himself how to be the number one blog writer on the Medium platform, which is Google's, you know, it's one of the two or three major blog platforms in the entire world. And he very quickly figured out what kind of blogs you have to write, how you have to position them. Once Ben sets his mind on the goal, it's pretty well a sure thing. So at a break at Genius Network, Ben came over and he sat down next to me and he said, you know, I've really been following your, your ideas. And he said, you don't write major market books at all. I've never seen one of your books in a bookstore. And he says, and yet Joe has 20 of your books here in the bookshelf. So you write books, but you don't write major market books. And I said, yeah, I, I said the prime purpose of our books is actually to support the learning of the entrepreneurs in the program. So every quarter I come out with a book and he says, well, if you ever want to write a book or you have a partnership, I have an agent, I have a publisher and we could actually produce a really, really great book. And there must have been some goal I had in my brain about 25 years ago. And I said, you know, if somebody ever approaches me and, you know, offers a partnership like this, I'd be open to that. And I said, you're on. 
My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I wrote The Gap and the Gain with Dan Sullivan. And the first time I heard this idea, I actually read Dan's little book. He has a bunch of little books for his clients. And I read The Gap and the Gain back in 2018. And it was the most interesting idea I'd ever heard about how to be happy and how to be successful. I was like, this is so different. I loved it. It was one of the most amazing things I'd ever read. And I actually then wrote an article about it on Medium and it got read like literally a million times. And it was my dream actually back then to one day write The Gap and the Gain with Dan. We ended up writing Who Not How first, but so glad that we finally got around to this book. And I feel like it's one of the most important ideas that people can know to be happy. So The Gap is about being a perfectionist. It's about measuring yourself against perfection, whatever that is in your mind. It could be that person on Instagram with six-pack abs, or it could just be where you want your future self to be. If you're always measuring yourself against perfection, which is just whatever it is your ideal in your head, then you're never happy or satisfied with what you have. And you can do that even in small ways. Like as an example, my wife makes a meal for my kids. They get to the table and they're like, oh, it's not what we wanted. They're measuring what is on the table against their view of perfection, whatever that is. It could have been a pizza. Whenever you're measuring yourself against your ideal, you're unhappy and you're unsatisfied and it devalues everything in your life. And that's what high achievers and entrepreneurs do all the time. It doesn't matter what they accomplish. They're always measuring themselves against their own view of perfection. And it's a constant race to nowhere. Psychologists actually call it the hedonic treadmill where you're just chasing the next big thing, but you're always left unsatisfied. The gain is where you stop measuring yourself against externals and especially against perfection. And you only measure yourself against where you were before. So the gain is about progress. The gap is about perfection. And perfectionism is a toxic mindset for happiness. Being in the gain means you only measure yourself against your former self. Where am I right now versus where was I last week or last month or last year? What do I now know that my former self didn't know? When you're only measuring yourself against yourself, then you have what we would call an internal referencing system, which actually allows you to fundamentally be happy and then to actually have intrinsic motivation. So it's such a healthy mindset And it's such a more beautiful mindset. You stop needing to prove yourself to other people. You stop needing to seek validation. You stop thinking you need to be somewhere in order to be successful. You fully appreciate where you're at. And it actually allows you to be more successful long-term. I'm very proud of this book. Obviously, whenever you finish a book, you immediately see all of the things you could have done with it. But one of the great concepts of Dan is obviously the 80% rule. 80% gets results, 100% still thinking about it. And so it's good to be in the game about the book. A great quote, actually, that's very true for me and about writing books is is that everything sucks until the very end. Every book is absolute trash until the very end. And I can say that that was true with this book too. Like it was so rough and, you know, I had like a million different table of contents. I was trying to think about a million ways. And then finally, at some point, I just decided this is the direction I'm going to take it. And, uh, you know, it's that whole dance four C's. Eventually, at some point, you just commit to something and I just love how it turned out. It's by far the simplest book I've written. And actually that makes it the best book I've written in my opinion, because it only tries to solve one problem. In the past, you know, other books I've tried to solve too many problems with one book, who not how we solved one problem, which is great. But with this book, it was just like, it's just one idea. It's helping people get out of the gap and getting into the gain. For that reason, I think it's by far the most useful, valuable and beautiful book I've written. I learned a lot. I'm in the gain for it. In 2014, I was in the first year of my PhD program and I had zero ambition to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be a writer, still do want to be a writer. I am a writer, but I had no ambition of building a business behind my writing. I just wanted to be like a pure author. My aunt Jane joined the mastermind group Genius Network and she first came into contact with Dan's work from there and it blew her mind. She loved it. And she started sending me little Dan Sullivan quote books. Like I'm sure you know what those are, but Dan has like a lot of these little quote books. They're like seriously like three by three inches. And you just flip through them. There's one quote on every page. 
And I would read through those and I was just in love with them. I loved all the ideas. I'm like, who's this Dan Sullivan guy? I'm like, this is fantastic. You know, I was like, I loved it. I was just like this PhD student. Then in 2015, I started blogging online and I actually integrated a ton of Dan's quotes into my blog posts. And I did that for years. Fast forward a few years, I joined the Genius Network group, get into contact with Dan. And around that time, my first major book, Willpower Doesn't Work, came out. And I was also a pretty major, very successful blogger at the time. And it was around that time that I launched Willpower Doesn't Work that I actually, for the first time, read The Gap and the Gain. And I had read a ton of Dan's little books, all of his material. I thought it was so great. And it helped me, actually. By the time I was finishing my PhD, I actually had a seven-figure online business. And so, I mean, I used the ideas. But I would have rather written The Gap and the Gain than Who Not How. Um, The Gap and the Gain is actually a more interesting idea to me personally as a psychologist and as someone who's interested in just mental well-being. But when I first heard Dan talk about Who Not How at one of the meetings, and this was in 2018, it was obvious that that was the right book to write first. You know, he was so hot on the idea and it really made sense for entrepreneurs. And so I just offered to Dan, I said, Dan, if you ever want to turn Who Not How into a major book, let's do it. And, you know, in Dan fashion, he created an impact filter, gave it to me. It took about a year to get the collaboration rolling. We got Tucker Max involved. He got us hooked up with Hay House and we ended up getting a 10 book deal with Hay House, which is really cool. So we're kind of slated at this point to do one book a year. And the first book that made sense to do was Who Not How, which came out last year and it's done really beautifully. I knew that the second book I would do would be The Gap in the Game, just because it was by far my favorite Dan idea. Although I love Who Not How as well and I love other ideas. The great part about Dan though, and working with Dan is he really applies who, not how. He lets the who do the how. And so like he fundamentally lets me choose the books that I write. He gives me feedback and he basically makes himself available to me to ask him a million questions. We have like 10 Zoom meetings every time we write a book over like a three month period of time. So I've got like 10 Zoom sessions with Dan where I just ask him a million questions. And then he just lets me write whatever book I'm going to write because he doesn't write these kind of books. And so he says he'll let the who do the how. And so he gives me insane freedom. Yeah, it's really enjoyable. So We'll just keep writing these books until it stops making sense to write them. It's a huge mindset shift to go from the gap to the game. We're trained to be in the gap in society, in culture. I think it's kind of human nature to be in the gap. And the gap is a toxic mindset for yourself, for being happy, but it's also toxic for other people. So like I said, I have six kids, three of whom we adopted from the foster system. And whenever I'm in the gap about my kids, I'm just destructive toward them. Like as an example, my oldest son's 13. He plays a lot of tennis. And I remember when I was, before I wrote The Gap in the Gain, and I still go in The Gap, by the way, like it's actually a gap mindset to try to be in the game 24 seven, because again, it's perfectionistic. Like you're not going to be perfect. And so stop trying to be perfect. But I, I remember going to tennis matches of my sons and it didn't really matter how good he was compared to where he was like a month before. I always just saw the shots he was missing. And like, that would be what I pointed out to him. And I noticed the same thing with other parents. It doesn't matter if their son won, is all the parents saw was like the shots that their son missed, you know, or daughter. And so when you're in the gap about someone else, especially a kid or someone you're teaching or someone you're coaching, is all you see is where they're not measuring up against your ideal. You know, so my ideal for my son keeps changing, but if I'm always measuring him against where he should be or where he could be, I'm never actually helping him measure his own progress, which is where he was before. And so if I can help my son be in the gain where he's just measuring himself backwards and just seeing, look, this is where I'm at in tennis right now. This is where I was three weeks ago. This is where I was at five months ago. And I've taught him how to do that. And we do the gap in the game in our house all the time. You know, and we call each other out. Like I go in the gap and my kid's like, dude, you're in the gap. But it's been amazing to see his own confidence grow because the gap not only enables you to have gratitude, but it also 
increases your confidence and it allows you to have intrinsic motivation. He's had so much more fun with tennis. Like he's no longer afraid to lose. He's no longer like worried about every shot he misses. He's just measuring his progress backwards. He's like, yeah, I'm better than I was last week, dad. And it's crazy. He's not only having more fun, but his progression is just skyrocketed and just the happiness in our home. So, and I've kind of just shared it on the personal level, but it's just such a fundamental concept for human well-being and human happiness. And if there's simple habits, you know, like Dan talks about measuring three wins every day, you can do it on multiple levels. It actually is a psychological tool to getting more out of every experience you have. Let's just say, you know, my day doesn't go as well as I planned it to be. You know, I had three items on my to-do list and I only accomplished two. I'd be in the gap if I'm like, well, I didn't hit that one, you know, like it didn't go perfect. And so whenever you're in the gap, you devalue whatever it is you have, you know, maybe your business fails. You're in the gap if you're just mad about that, but you're in the gain if you take your experience and you say, what are all of the things I can learn from this so that I'm better than my former self was? And so if you're in the gain, you can turn any experience into growth, into progression so that your current self is always further along than your former self. And every time you're in the gain, you enable greater growth for your future self. So in my mind, it's just one of the most simple tools to tap into like all of the best of positive psychology. So I I just think it's one of Dan's greatest pearls. I just really recommend everyone read this book. It's certainly a book that if you read it, you're going to want to share it because you're going to want to help other people to be in the game because most people are taught to live in the gap. So Ben and I work together. You know, he chooses the topic and he writes the words. And then I will write paragraphs saying, it's interesting what you wrote, but, you know, here's another way of looking at it. I'll just send him paragraphs and he'll look at my paragraphs and I'm always happy with the result. He's got a wonderful style, a style I couldn't even dream about having. He's got just a phenomenal way of connecting with a reader that I don't have. It's just such a pleasure. And as a result of the success of our first book, Who Not How, we have a 10-year, 10-book agreement. And I have a feeling that every year our collaborative process is going to get better even more powerful product every year and our marketing that we have around it's going to get better. It's just a joy to me. It's his unique ability. It's my unique ability. He's got great resources and capabilities. I have great resources and capabilities and we just put the two together to produce this marvelous lawn range multiplier project. 